Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Mike, before we get started tonight, I want to put a big shout out to our friend Gary Bacon uh, at pixelbud.com. He makes incredible t-shirt designs and uh, designs for stickers and uh, masks and all kinds of great stuff over at his shop on pixelbud.com. But the reason I want to give him a shout out is because he designed our new logo or more specifically the characters, the cartoon characters in our new logo. If you haven't noticed it, um, shame on you, go to the Facebook page or go to any of our online places like, uh, denbeans.biz and, and take a look. We uh, we've got a brand new logo with our uh, our our ugly mugs uh, forever immortalized as cartoons, and it's super cool. My mug is kind of hidden behind two fists made out of hair. Yeah, is what that fists. looks like to me. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. I'm like that's that's me. I'm always I'm always fighting my hair. First of all, <laughs> and well, secondly, it's you know it's what most people notice about me Your including hair. that guy that was checking me out that one time and went oh when i turned around he saw that i had a beard <laughs> <laughs> one of your, my favorite stories of all time your hair is explosive that's you what you fill out a pair of jeans very nicely and then you turn around you have a beard and i'm like oh no now i have to suck a dick again <laughs> have to yeah. there's no it's, choice so his last name is really bacon huh Yes. Oh, that's an awesome last name. Yeah, and uh, he makes all kinds of great art. He's putting out, like, T-shirt designs almost every day. I mean, the um, most I would get from people is Michael Michael Motorcycle. Michael Michael, Michael Michael Macaroni and Cheese would have worked out great because I love it. I think Michael Michael Motorcycle would be a cool name for, like, a uh, – like a Motorcycle like repair shop? No, for, like, a, a DJ. I would think maybe even like one of those blogs that people video blogs that people do on YouTube with motorcycles and stuff. I think that'd be cool. You know, as long as I don't have to drink some gas and go too fast and blow a fart and not be able to start because that, that's really how the thing goes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> drinking I think, gas seems like it's out of the question to me at this point. I don't think you should drink gas. No, um, that seems like that in my mouth before tastes fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't think that's something I I would recommend. Damn. It was like a one of those things where I was trying to get gas through a line that was clogged, and no, I ended up really, only getting I... yeah a tiny little bit inside my mouth. But uh, I've had antifreeze and oil and transmission fluid and all kinds of stuff in there. Are you playing with a cat toy? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I don't recommend any fluids that go into a vehicle, or in a lot of cases, come out of any animal probably shouldn't put them in your mouth that's um you know. yeah solid, that's some, that solid, very advice. solid advice yeah yeah i know yeah, yeah i'm gonna take that one home with me um because it, it's gonna be near and dear to my heart forever stick it in your pocket Don't seal let it. anybody take it put it in a locket oh fired up, fire up to the moon in a motherfucking rocket Oh yeah, now you're gonna freestyle with it. Yeah. I like it. That's right. Now well no, you call it. If you it stuck it in a gun, you'd have to cock it. If you're not careful, you'll end up in wound socket. Oh man, wound socket. I uh I know I know that that's you know up in the northeast, uh, Rhode get, Island, but uh, Rhode Island, I've never been there. Yeah, it is Rhode Island. Like yeah, is it, it Rhode is Wound Socket, Rhode Island, if I'm it, not mistaken. It wouldn't be surprising to find that there's probably one 
in the if you want to well. protect your balls you gotta remember to jock it jock strap yeah no i got it yeah. i was just thinking of my response um, <laughs> uh If you're in a 60s song and you want to get a message to your lady, you better sock it. Yeah, Humor. and then you, you bop it. Oh, yeah, bop it. Twist it. Bop it. Yeah, twist it. Turn it around. Everybody wants to see you act like a clown. <laughs> the thing is, uh, I always thought that that kind of sounded kind of, uh, I don't know, like when you're a kid, I think, and you're in that age range where you're hitting puberty and, and beyond that when you're a man until you're probably dead. You hear things like the uh, like the pop it, twist it, and everything, and it makes you think that it's kind of funny and dirty at the same, you know, moment. And then you think about like uh, I would never want to bop my junk or twist it. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> honk it, scream. Honk Wait, it, that wasn't yeah. one of them. <laughs> honk. I, I just imagine like a clown penis with a really red tip. Well, I think when you when you when you squeeze it, a little flag and it goes. Like one of yeah. those party favors. Yep, yep. That's a that's a clown penis. Yeah, and like, that's, there's like or, festive or we'll orange. Confetti out. Well, yeah, and there's also like um, like festive green and orange pubic hair. You know, it'd be the most disturbing thing if you What's pulled that? on the if you pulled on the hair and it was like those uh, when they have the handkerchief and it just kept coming out and they were playing <laughs> like feet upon feet of pubic hair. That's, <laughs> that's extremely upsetting. Yeah, or, or maybe, maybe they could pull on the balls with the shaft and have the same thing happen. They'd have like 26 feet of ball hanging out, you know? Or just a giant flaccid shaft. Um, <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> it's too late. It already I, went there. I know, and I'm trying to, like, I don't know, run it ashore. But I don't think I have that power, do I? You might not, but I do have something that I really want to talk about. What's that? You know that I have been a fan of Apple technology for uh, as long as I've been aware of it and and been able to use it. So we'll Sell probably out. talk. <laughs> Sell out. Yeah, that's right. That's you're right. You're absolutely right. I'll, I'll accept that. I have no problem with that. Like Android's any fucking better. Consumer um, whore. <laughs> Anybody who has a cell phone and computers is a consumer whore. I know this. I know this. Yes. So, I so I've had I've had iPhones probably since like uh, the three or something like that. So we're going back uh, quite a ways here. And um, I had in previous um, previously I owned a, a six, and when I had upgraded, I ended up keeping it around because I use it as a music player. That's what I do with my old iPhones instead of getting rid of them because they're really not worth a whole lot to recycle. Right. I will use them as music players around the house and stuff. As long as it can keep a charge long enough for me to play music on it somewhere. Mm -hmm. If not, I'll just keep it plugged in. So I basically, I gave this one to my dad because it was in, it was in pretty good shape. My dad does not use email, uh, only uses the computer to look up news stories and play, you know, games online and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, look, and really doesn't do much else with it. So uh, unfortunately, when you have an Apple, much like when you have an Android, you have to to uh, join up to the to the Google uh, Play Store, or what have you, depending on what kind of phone you have. When it's Apple, you have to join up to the to the uh, to the Apple App Store, and you have to have a uh, username and also. Well, I forgot his username. 
And I'm trying desperately, like putting everything in that I can possibly remember. And I was wrong apparently every time and I couldn't get yeah. the password right. So I ended up getting locked out of the account. Okay. Now you Apple's think it's quite... Pain. No, Apple's a huge pain in the ass to get Well, yeah, this is what I'm getting to. Yeah. I thought, oh, well, okay, it'll be like when I get myself locked out of something else. I'll just nope. uh, call them. Could you let me finish my fucking story, please? Sure. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I interrupt? Did I break your concentration, Mikey? You didn't break my concentration, oh. but, but you're kind of telling the story for me here. Wow. So I contact Apple and speak to a lovely gentleman, and he informs me that I should probably just wait for 24 hours and try again. <laughs> and this was back in like the end of July, middle to the end of July, I want to say the first time, right? Uh-huh. So I don't think too much of it. And I'm like, my dad doesn't use any of that stuff anyway. The phone still works. He can still message me and all that business. So I'm not really terribly concerned about it. Fast forward uh, about probably two weeks and my dad gets a new phone and they, they get Motorola's this time. Because they happen to be cheaper, and we we use a uh, the cellular service where like they ended up like I think I paid for my iPhone a pretty hefty sum like I want to say like six hundred dollars when I bought it. Wow! And but that came with a warranty and all this other business that was all included in that. So whatever the hell it was, I got the newest iPhone when it first came out, which I don't normally do, but I had to because my phone was shot. And uh, I think they ended up paying like $80 for their phones. In retrospect, I probably should have gotten the Motorola. But we go forward here. And in order for me to transfer my contacts over, I had to be able to get into his um, his iTunes account Okay. and put everything on the cloud. And then I would be able to, from the Motorola phone, get into that, access it, and bring all his contacts and pictures and all that stuff down. So I'm trying again, trying to get into this, absolutely sure that I have the right username and everything else. So I end up uh, getting in contact with Apple again. And this was, I want to say, I said it was two weeks. So it was about, it was close to the, like the 4th of August or something like that. And they get back to me and say, oh, well, the earliest we'll be able to help you with this and get it unlocked is August 20th. Okay. I'm like 16 fucking days. It's wow. going to take you to help me get into a phone because they can't reset your password. Yeah. They can't access your account. Who the fuck designed this system so that it would be like that? I got to tell you, I was a huge Apple fan and everything. And, if, you know, a consumer sellout and all that business. We have iPads and I have, you know, we've had iPods and everything else. I'm, I'm seriously considering not buying another Apple product after this because their customer service is so fucking bad. I guess yeah. it's a good thing that I haven't had to use it all these years. But when I did, I was, I'm so disappointed. It's not even funny. Like who doesn't have the ability, even when you put in, like they want, they wanted me to, uh, to be able to send a code to do dual authentication. So I yeah. did that. I got a code. I put it in. I still couldn't change the fucking password. Because no matter what, even if you authenticate that you are the one holding the phone, you obviously have access to it because the code came up on said phone and it went through the proper channels to the email that was in the system and everything else. You still cannot reset the password. This is why I don't use iProducts anymore. I don't that's use where, that's where I'm headed, dude. That's where yeah. I'm headed. The because only reason why I've still been using it is because you get iMessage 
And iMessage, um, for me, because my kids and my significant other have iPhones, and my brother does also, uh, the iMessage goes through via the network or via your uh, Wi-Fi, so it's a more reliable source of being able to text somebody. That's the whole reason why I've kept Apple phones all this time. There has got to be a app of some kind, an app of some kind, that is analogous to that on Droid. There I'm gonna, to I'm gonna have to figure it out because yeah. I really, at this point, I'm, I'm furious. Like when it's, they said August twentieth, and it was the fourth, I was like, uh, "What if this was something that was prohibiting me from being able to use my phone?" They're just yeah. like, "Oh well, sorry," and Folks. and that's. Folks, if you know of an app that can do what Mike wants to do, hit us up at uh, storytimewiththtomandmike at gmail.com or hit us up on our website, uh, dembeans.biz, um, and uh, let us know because uh, – I would love – yeah, I'd love to yeah. know. You know, speaking of bad customer service, I don't know if you ever saw – this was maybe about eight years ago. This, this uh, like Warner – Time Warner AOL uh, record – executive guy his wife got on the phone to cancel uh their comcast service because they were like they're just cutting the cable and uh mm-hmm. he 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 she gets on the line and this guy keeps her on the line for something like 20 minutes and finally he transfers over to she transfers him over to her husband and this guy is like uh, recording the thing and he's like he's like you know I just you know, I don't understand what the problem is and and there ensues another 20 minutes of this guy giving the the executive a runaround like oh well I just need to understand why you want to quit our fabulous services then you don't understand that <laughs> just keeps on going will not relent spoken will like not a guy relent. who's never had to pay Comcast <laughs> yeah just unrelenting and it goes on and on and on and finally uh the guy gets the service disconnected by going to a manager uh which is all he ever wanted in the first place was just to have his service disconnected but it took him a a total of 45 to 50 minutes to do it and 45 minutes of that was this guy just harassing them well the recording got viral and even though it wasn't a lawful recording it was it's it's that new form of internet street justice that we've got where people are being exposed for being horrible pieces of shit and then they're justice and their employers are going "Uh uh-oh that guy's out that chick's out they're Mm -hmm. out they're out they're out you know so I like seeing that. <laughs> I love seeing that sort of because you can't sit there and feel sorry for that person because they dug their own fucking grave. I have to say that customer service has become um, something of a of a misnomer at this point in time, and it, it, this isn't something that I'm blaming on politics or anything else. I think that it's just the way that things have gone over mm-hmm. the last, you know, 10 years. It's become kind of, and I say a misnomer, what I really should say is a sick, sad joke uh-huh. when it comes to that. Because, yeah, I mean, a lot of people that are in customer service uh, do go out of their way to transfer you as many times as they can. Mm-hmm. And 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 fuck with you in essence. So I I personally find great joy when somebody gets their comeuppance when they act like a douche. I'm sorry if you were having a bad day. I didn't give you the right to give everybody else a bad day. 
Yeah, yeah. It, abusing service people uh, is is to me one of those indicators that a person's just a shitty person. Like, hey, hey you're super nice to me, but you're rude to like wait staff, or you're rude to mm-hmm. um, you know customer service personal personnel or retail employees. That's like okay, that's like red flag numero uno like oh wow you're a real shitty person aren't you at the core when you don't think it matters when they, when that other person doesn't fit into your circle then the only, they're trash uh, to you you know the only people i've ever been shitty to in the service i don't even know if you could call it a service industry is um i've gotten call i got calls before from uh from bill collectors and i don't know if i ever had my identity stolen i mean we're talking like 10 12 years ago before there was like like i put in an investigation with these companies and said look i want you to investigate this because this i've never bought this or whatever yeah but it wasn't to the level that it is now sophistication and i would get harassing calls from these people and they'd be like, well, we're going to come to your house and serve you. And I said to them, well, I was like, I'll be sitting out on my porch anxiously awaiting your arrival. And they never showed up, of course. And then they would call me and I'd be like, oh, what happened? I thought you were coming to see me and you never did. I'm really upset. I even had a little sandwich made for me and stuff. I would give them a hard time because they were being dicks. Well, bill you know. collectors are a special kind of demon from a special layer of hell. Yeah. They're not, they're, they, yeah, I I. I I'm sorry, but if you're a bill collector, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, if you're that kind of person that's calling people yeah. at nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning and bothering them um, um, and, and saying, well, we're going to destroy your credit and you want your, just your credit destroyed. I had a guy call me over a fucking parking ticket one time that went to mm-hmm. elections and this guy's like, you want me to destroy your credit? And I'm like young and impressionable. So I'm like, no, you know, and, and I, today I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, over a parking ticket? Yeah, you have fun with that. Destroy my credit. And by the way, what is your name and uh, and who is your supervisor? Because, yeah. because you serve her a cunt. <laughs> I'm going to ruin your life. How's yeah. that sound? You're yeah. ruining my life. I'm going to go ahead and turn around and ruin yours. E- e- right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I had a guy one time. I'm not joking with you. We were having a contentious conversation that lasted – over 45 minutes where we were just going back and forth at each other and just sniping. I think it was really kind of a uh, therapeutic thing for the both of us in reality because we were both able to be as big assholes as we wanted to be to each other. And it didn't matter. Nobody cared. It's like, you know, that one episode of black, uh, black mirror where she, uh, <laughs> she, she, uh, uh, keeps getting her rating lowered and lowered. And at the end, she's in the prison with the other guy and they just, the, the, the end scene is them just screaming at each other. <laughs> it's a good episode that's exactly what it was like and i again and he never called me back after that so it was beautiful because i think the last thing that i said to him was like look bro i didn't take out any of this money i don't know who the hell you gave this money to but you can't squeeze blood from a stone and basically hung the phone up and that was the last time i heard from him yeah so he may have just been like that guy just did me a solid. I'm gonna go ahead and lose his number by accident, or maybe you know he realized he wasn't gonna get anything out of me because I was willing to fight back that hard. I don't know, but I don't get too many calls anymore because thankfully um, at this point I have uh, like a scam warning with my phone, and yeah. uh, anything that comes up, 
with that or stuff that comes up. Like, I like it when I get a call from the United States. I'm like, what is this, a fucking Pink Floyd album? This is the United States calling. Are we reaching? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, the United States never called me. There's a man picking up. I don't know who it is. I don't understand. He just keeps hanging up. You know, I, it's, that's exactly what that is. I start getting calls from places that I've never been and that I know that my bank doesn't deal with because I only have one bank yeah. and everything. I don't have any credit cards or anything else. Then I can I can look at that and go, that ain't for me. <laughs> you know, and nine times out of ten, it's when I have kids because they've gotten good. They start calling and like I'll get a call from the town we live in. It'll say like that's where the call's coming from, our town, because it identifies things by their region. I don't give you know, a obviously. fuck. I don't answer. I no, never... no, I'm saying before I have answered and I pick it up and they're oh, like, gotcha. we're calling you about the extended warranty. And I'm like, yeah. hang on a second on my car. I'm like, do you mean my 98 pickup with 200,000, 200,000 plus miles on it? Do you mean my 2007 car with 160,000? Or do you mean my, my 90s Harley? Which one are you talking about that you're willing to the warranty because i'm interested if you're willing to give me a warranty <laughs> on one of these three vehicles that do not fit anybody's even their slightest like even that one that they advertise on the tv where they're like if your car is less than 10 years old and has you know under one hundred and fifty thousand miles on i'm like i don't even fit in any of those categories anymore you know and, <laughs> and stuff like that and, and people calling me about waterproofing my basement and and also the crap it's like have you gone to walmart recently i'm sure you have no you haven't i have not been to walmart since the pandemic began oh well they have people there from the well, I'm sure they did before this, too, from like the electric company and the cable company and stuff that stand in the middle of the aisles going up the through the like the main aisles that go from front to back that harangue you about who you who you have your electric with and okay. electric cable and stuff. And you try to politely say, look, I'm not interested. And they harass you and follow you down the aisles. I almost yeah. punched a guy from Comcast in the face the other day because of that. They come I'm to like, your house I'm too. Like, those pieces. I'm like Brosif. I don't. I don't have. I like. I like to say this because my significant other and I split the bills up, and I will honestly say to them, I don't pay for my electric, and they go, "Well, how's that possible?" And I'm like, I just don't. I pay the mortgage and I pay the car insurance. So, <laughs> blow me. You know, I'll throw something like that out to them. And yes, I've had. I've had the guy following me down like the dog food aisle and everything else. And I'm like, seriously, bro, if you don't get off my back. I'm going to the store manager. Like, I don't know what else to do. Like, wh wh what is the etiquette in this situation when somebody's harassing you like that? If that person's harassing you, tell them to leave you the fuck alone. Simple. But they if don't they, listen. Then you, you kill know? them. You murder them. Is That's that is that what I should do? Legally allowed to do, yes. I think so. I think I you were thinking, allowed to murder in that case. I was thinking another good idea is to get a good uh, can of cat food and throw like a skipping stone at their head. That's murder. That could, that could be murder, though. I'm just be. saying you could. You don't have to throw it lightly. Just, I don't think. I don't think I would if I reached that point. Let me be honest yeah. with you. I mean, really, I, I was so angry. Uh, I will. You know what? That always makes me. That makes me think of those like movies where someone gets harassed by the press and they're like packed outside their house and they won't leave him alone. It's like yeah, the paparazzi. What the right. What gives you the right to harass anybody? Like, go fuck yourself. Get out of here, motherfucker. Yeah, that's exactly what it's. That's exactly to the and. and
sometimes they have like like a pretty girl and and a, and a good looking guy because they think that it's going to make a difference. Let me tell you, you could have you know to quote coin a phrase from from Crichton, you could have the last chicken in the shop looking person standing there fucking trying to sell me something, and if I don't want it. I'm going to react to them the same as I would to a model. It doesn't matter. Right. Your looks make no difference to me when you're harassing me about something. And likewise, if I do want something and you give me the ugliest person that you could find, I'm probably still going to buy it from them because it has nothing to do with their appearance. Have you tried with these people? Have you tried, tried just stony silence? I have. And that, how's that go? They, they will stand in front of you and stop. This is, I mean, this isn't a joke. This really? is literally, yes, like the most intrusive oh form God, dude, that makes my of doing pressure. stuff. Well, that stay makes- away from, stay away from our local Walmart then, because they are always there. Well, I don't like Walmart, and I try to avoid it, so no problem. I can't help myself because I like me a good deal on some generic cereal and stuff, and uh, that's that's where I get it from. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not judging anyone for shopping at Walmart. No, I just no, I, I know you choose aren't. not to. I choose not to because I have never had a positive experience at a Walmart ever in my, my brother, entire life. Uh, no, my brother I want to that. Hold on. Yeah. I want to make that very clear. I have never had a positive experience at a Walmart ever. It always sucks. Every time I go out of there in a worse mood than I came in. Every I- single time. I have had I have had decent experiences at Walmart, but that's you know, I think that you can chalk that up probably to the sheer number of times that I've been there. I'm not going to say it's always good. I'm not going to say that even probably half the time am I. I mean, who really gets that excited about spending, you know, a hundred some odd dollars on groceries? I, I think if you do enjoy spending your money like that, you know, for things that you need to live, I'm not saying that, it, that I should get it for free. Obviously, what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, if you're spending money on stuff, it's very rare that you're like, woohoo! I picked up a three pack of biscuits or something, you know, something like that. Nobody's really doing that. I don't think. Right. But you there's know. a certain kind of, no one wants to go grocery shopping, but everyone likes having gone grocery shopping. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously uh, and, sustenance is pretty important. And like, I'm not saying that Walmart's products are fine. Walmart's pricing is unbelievable. It's the fucking stores. It's the mentality of the people in the stores. I think it's, it's mostly the customers. The customers. That's yes. what I'm saying. It's the customers. It's a cesspool of for the customers, and that's what I what keeps me out of there. It's not the product. It's not the company. I don't have some sort of moral reason. It's that I don't want to be around those fucking assholes because they're all pushing and they're shoving and they're in your way. And they don't give a fuck about you. All they care about is themselves. And it's like I'm in there for 10 minutes and I am absolutely battle rager ready to rock somebody's fucking skull against the wall. I just can't stand it. I cannot handle that level of self-indulgent bullshit. And it's just wall to wall when you go in those places. I'm going to need you to bring it down a level. So I'm going to say one more thing about Walmart and then we're going to be done. Okay. We go in there. They have a sign advising that you must wear a mask. Uh-huh. I know this is a highly contested issue, <laughs> but they have somebody that stands at the door that is supposed to make sure that you wear a mask. And from what I understand, this was a corporate decision on their part that they said, you don't wear a mask. We don't want you in our store. Yeah. Which I thought was fantastic. I love mm-hmm. that idea. And – 
they have people doing that, but then you get into the store and there's all kinds of people not wearing masks. How are you so I'm not sure? It? Well, that's just it. You can't. They they have right. it on when they go in the door. They take it off as soon as they get in. But right. I do notice that the people that don't have them on that are walking around are one of two people. They're either somebody looking for a fight mm. or they're a person that's hiding themselves and running through the aisles. I actually saw somebody running through the aisles like Gene Fox used to do. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Running to the store like a lunatic, trying not to be seen when everybody knows you, you know? <laughs> I knew that would get a chuckle out of you. Mm. Speaking of uh, consumer horrors, I have to uh, ed- confess that, <laughs> yeah, you already know it's coming. You've been- I'm giddy. Yeah, I am I giddy over this. So <laughs> I decided to cave in and give Hot Pockets another chance. Hot Pockets! And I got their, the big and bold brand, so they're like these things that are like monster hot pockets they're twice the size of a normal hot pocket you cook giant hot pockets you cook (laughs) for like three and a half minutes and which still uh, doesn't seem like enough time to cook a meal but no it doesn't (laughs) but well i go and you know and there's like three or four flavors there's like a sriracha flavor there's a chicken bacon ranch and there's a buffalo chicken i got I'm, I'm not a big sriracha guy, so I got the other two. And uh, That is my favorite I, hot sauce, if you didn't know that. I think I did know that. Mm. And I went to the grocery store again last this last weekend, and I got some more, and I've been oh. eating for lunch. I had one today. <laughs> and I have to admit um, that – I can I can hear you almost whimpering. It's really disturbing. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. That's why I can't help it. <laughs> I like oh, no. being right, and it's very, you know, not very often that I get to say that. I still don't care necessarily for some of, some of the flavors, but I have turned the the corner on the hot pocket brand as a whole. I can live with that. I don't I, like every flavor of hot pocket either. Yeah, well, who, it's you know, like Pop exactly. Tarts, man. Cherry is frosted cherry is the best, hmm. but you know, I still, I still like cinnamon. some of the other ones. I've always been a frosted cinnamon myself for the the um, Pop Tarts. I think we can both agree, though, that like the ones that I think they made them in the '90s. I don't know if they still do or not. They were a chocolate Pop Tart with a fudge inside, chocolate uh-huh. icing, and these little white sprinkles on them. Yeah. Those straight out of the toaster were out of this fucking world. It's like a dessert. Yeah. So I, good. I still, I still wonder, though, if my taste buds then versus what I like now, like how much of a difference it would be. Uh, you wouldn't I'm, – I'm absolutely positive that it wouldn't taste as good as you remembered it. I, yeah. I found that with a bunch of stuff that I eat. Unless it was something that I've been eating regularly all the way along – uh, I find a lot of times that when I eat stuff that I ate when I was a kid and I thought was the greatest thing ever and it was only a treat that I got sometimes or whatever, it's never as good as I remember it. Never. Now, there was a, I was one exception. And that, I, uh, 
the pudding pops that came back around in like 2008, oh, dude, 2007. pudding pops are the best fucking thing to ever yeah. come out of a freezer. They, they came back and they were just as good. The only thing is they were smaller than I remember them being. Oh yeah. They were way smaller. They were, they, uh, it, and it had nothing to do. The way you remembered them was definitely bigger than what they were. But I mean, I went back to my grade school once the first grade school that I can remember being in. And that place seemed humongous to me. And when I walked in there, I was like, Oh my God, I've taken bowel movements bigger than this building. Yeah. No, it was yeah. one of those things. And coincidentally, best thing to ever come out of a freezer. This is a terrible joke, but same thing, Jeffrey Dahmer, he even agreed on that. <laughs> what? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up. What? <laughs> I think the worst I, thing I've ever said. I think my brain actually edited out part of what you said because I. <laughs> I'm sitting here focusing on what you said, and all of a sudden, there's this gap. I said Jeffrey Dahmer even agreed that they were the best thing to come out of a freezer. What, kids? <laughs> no, no fucking pudding pops. Oh, okay. All right. I was overthinking the joke. Yeah, right. in other words, he enjoyed them more than the people that he froze and ate. Got it. Really Got it. dark. Okay. If, I mean, if you want to cut that, you're welcome to, but now it's stuck. No, I don't think I need to cut it. I was just very confused. I like and it. here is my burning question about the Hot Pockets and your your turnaround. Okay. There's a comedian that jokes about Hot Pockets a lot named Jim Gaffigan. I wonder if you're willing to give Jim Gaffigan another shot. <sighs> well, because Hot Pockets are kind of his shtick. And I feel like maybe you need to revisit it and maybe you'll think that he is funny like I do. I don't know. What's your opinion on Jeff Dunham? Um, I think that Jeff Dunham has his moments where he might be humorous, but in general, I don't find him that funny. And 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 I met the man in real life. He's a lovely individual, really nice sure guy, is. and everything. And I apologize if he hears me. This <laughs> is very unlikely. But uh, I just think that the puppet comedy thing, to me, it's very vaudevillian, and I do mm. appreciate that aspect of it, but it just doesn't really uh, hit home for me as much. Like that goofy, weird puppet that he has, I can't remember the name of it, that looks like an alien or something. I don't really find um, that one too funny. I, w I think the name is, I think that name of that character is Who Gives a Fuck. Yeah, and then he has um, the old man character that's grumpy yeah. and stuff. Some of that hits home. Grumpy McGo who gives a shit, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the the dead terrorist I find to be somewhat blatantly funny. Racist, blatantly yes. racist. I mean, I mean suddenly, you know, yeah, it is definitely all of his characters and, and, are blatantly racist. And 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 the fact that it goes, I kill you all the time, uh, yeah. really, I mean, that's called that's called beating a dead horse. Or it's, a dead terrorist, as the I, case may be. I don't think that it's an indicative of his personality i think it's indicative of what gets him the most paid oh fuck yeah is that okay if i'm paid, lightly son. if i'm very lightly racist just borderline racist god it sells tickets because i'm sort of letting he's those big in the morons, south you know huh he's big in the south yeah yeah so do you think he knows that he's kind of on the edge of you know demonhood Probably not. 
Uh, I, you know, I think that the 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 thing that makes um, Ahmed the dead terrorist, I believe, is what his name is, somewhat more acceptable to certain people, is that it looks exactly like Osama bin Laden, yeah. and that that might be the thing that makes it somewhat acceptable. That he's not, you know, but he should have named it Osama the dead terrorist. Then let's be honest, instead yeah. of Ahmed. I don't I'm sure know. There are some guys named Ahmed that are absolutely, absolute sweethearts of people out there that are, you know, like, why did he have to use that name? I'm sure there's those. I knew an Osama growing up who was a great guy. Never knew anybody named Osama myself. Well, I did. I, he was I, a good guy. I, I believe you. And I believe he was a good guy. Yeah, he was a good guy. But I don't know. Uh, so, oh. so what was the point of all this? Asking me if I like Jeff Dunham. Uh, was to, to to deflect away from Jim Gaffigan for a moment to give me time to, <laughs> to think. No, uh, I, I guess I was using it as a, a a a measuring stick of sorts to how to judge your your comedic compass. You know, because I know that you also like Doug Stanhope. Which I do. And which, I love Mitch Hedberg. And Mitch Hedberg. Well, Mitch Hedberg's an easier person to for someone to stomach Doug Stanhope. I think it takes a real uh openness sense of humor. A, a progressive sense of humor, exactly. It so, definitely does. Because he's not to he's he doesn't sugarcoat anything. Um and and he, he gives you a slice of life thing that's uncomfortable most of the time. And Which is I, what really makes it funny to me. Yeah, absolutely. When he sits there and talks about the 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 prostitute uh, who is trying to keep her ass tight by walking around with the marble in it all day because she's getting <laughs> older and she can't bank on her pussy anymore, so she has to keep her shit pussy tight. And she starts talking about all the really, really advanced fucking like investing portfolio shits like i gotta have a diversified portfolio because my ass isn't gonna stay tight forever motherfucker <laughs> i gotta have a you know diversified funds i want a high stock profile i want to have a high yield this that and the other thing i want to have a diversified fund because i can't keep this shit pussy clean forever and it's like that's good stuff it's brilliant it, it, that guy can so I guess what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to get like the lay of the land here. Like, okay. Can, where... I, can I confess something to you? Sure. Though? Sure. I do find Jim Gaffigan funny, but I don't like him near as much as I always make you think I do. And I haven't listened to any of his comedy probably in at least five years. Okay. <laughs> All right. I view, I view him as, as a passable comic. I didn't particularly enjoy his set because I was sick the day that I was at the show. And that'll paint anybody's view. You of went to show. one of his shows? Yeah, I went to a show. Well, oh, my, wife, my wife won a... I've never been uh, to a comedy show in my life. I've been to three or four now. Um, five. Um, there uh, was like a radio contest and she called in and got the, the right you know, number nice. and won uh, two tickets to the Jim Gaffigan show at uh, the Hershey Park Arena. And this was in like 2016, maybe. So we went to that and I was just, oh God, I was just dog sick. Like I had the worst diarrhea. 
I don't find anything funny when I have the shits. I'm yeah, being honest I, with I you. I was miserable. This guy's sitting there talking about food, and he's all pale and sweaty. Yeah, and I'm like, food, looks, food is one of his shticks. Yes, definitely. And, and he looks like I feel, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, this Jim guy Gaffigan is, looks like a guy with diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, uh, you know, and and I'm just like, these, uh, this, uh, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling well. I'm going to get up and stand up in the fresh air outside. So I go out, I actually go outside in the cold air and just stay away for a while. And it was the only time I've ever walked out of a show. Now I hadn't paid for it. Maybe it would have been different if I'd paid for it. But again, I was sick that night, you know, and it was this giant arena and I could barely see the dude. So, you know, it was just, I wasn't really into it. And I just think he has a very uh, a very narrow shtick. I, I get why it's popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I view him on the same level as like Dane Cook, where it's See, like where Dane, Dane Cook, Cook I thought was brilliant about ten years ago, maybe even fifteen years ago. Now that I'm saying it and thinking, mm-hmm. but I really at this point in my life, I don't really I don't really find him that funny anymore. He aged like milk. <laughs> he aged like milk left out in the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's a unfortunate thing. Like, there's a lot of great comics that haven't aged well, who are now problematic to me. That I absolutely adore, like Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks, a pioneer in stand-up comedy, incredible insight, almost a prophet in some ways. But and again, this was a product of the '90s and the very early 2000s. Uh, no, no, no. He didn't make it to the early 2000s. To the, to the late 80s and the 90s uh, was that he was really homophobic in a lot of his uh, material. I don't know if he mm-hmm. himself was, mater- was, was homophobic, but his material was, you know, and there was a lot of, you know, F-bombs being dropped and stuff like that. And it was just very narrow-minded. I have a feeling that if he were around today, I would not particularly like what he had to say. I don't know why I feel that way, but I just kind of do. I feel like he would have gotten stuck in his ways and had some unpleasant opinions that I would disagree with. Yeah. yeah. So I put him in the past and say, well, you know, he died in 94. He was an I, he was what he was and of the time. And ultimately, you don't have to like a person to like some of the work that they've put out into the world. Did I miss who you were talking about there? Because you were talking about Bill Burr. Bill Hicks. Oh, Bill Hicks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, not Bill Burr. I was thinking of Bill Burr, the other comedian. That's exactly who I thought of. You know, I couldn't stand, and I still to this day, two people that I don't think are funny. One of them's dead, one of them's alive. Sam Kinison, never funny, in my opinion. He was just a guy that was fat and sweaty was and screamed loud. a lot. He was just a screaming yeah. maniac. Yeah. And, and Andrew Dice Clay. I've never heard an Andrew Dice Clay bit or joke that made me go, oh, that's funny. Mostly he's sexist and, and, you know, and 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 obnoxious. And I think obnoxious is the best word to describe him. And I guess people, some people like that edgy comedy, but I'm assuming that a lot of the people that like him are probably obnoxious like he is. Well, here's the thing. And that's why it hits home and it's, it's funny. Maybe. I think that part of it was because at, the, at his time, at the time he was doing that, he was He's modeling. still doing it. Well, 
yeah, but now it's just a shtick. At the time, he was trying to be like Lenny, the Lenny Bruce of his day. He was trying to be like, hey, over the top. Hey, look at this. Look at that. Hey, mm-hmm. all my jokes basically come down to a pussy. Uh, hey, oh, hey, you got a uh, pussy. You it, know? Wasn't, it wasn't really funny. It was, it was just shocking. And there were a couple of moments, just like any comic, where he would hit. And I would be like, really, like, some of his stuff there's a movie he did uh i can't remember what it was called but there's this pakistani man or indian man i don't know um in a in like a uh one of those convenience stores and dice is in there with him and this lady is like well fuck you and he goes oh fuck you eat out of my butt eat out of my butt yeah (laughs) eat out of his butt and it's just a really funny exchange. And, and to this day, like I find myself, I'll just turn to Jennifer and I'll just be like, eat out of my butt. Because <laughs> it's hysterical to do so, in my opinion. And she's like, Tom, it's not your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that to her. Oh, God. I wouldn't even do that to her on her birthday. That's uh, that's that was you weren't expecting it. I know. No, I wasn't. Yes. Yeah, you always got to put it somewhere it doesn't belong. <laughs> that's not the first time I've heard that. No, I'm sure Whoa. it has. Hey, Mike! I think it's time for down on Mike's farm. Down on Mike's farm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm still laughing about the earlier but i had uh gotten a text my son did from uh a young lady that he was uh he didn't he wasn't in classes with her but they rode the bus together and went to the same school uh-huh telling him that one of my bulls the the only one that ever gets out out of the two of them uh is probably i would say conservatively 800 850 pound uh jersey with horns okay so he's a kind of a a shorter stout kind of bull but he's he's fucking wide and he he has he's a little aggressive at times and he likes to break out he likes to find faults in our uh, fencing and our electric fence and everything and he'll get out and he likes to eat stuff at my parents' house. He always gets off, gets, gets off. <laughs> he doesn't get off that I know of. He always gets out on, on their side of the property and will eat. And then there's a development uh, with hundred thousand plus dollar homes above us, which back in the day meant something. Now it doesn't really mean anything to say a home's worth a hundred thousand dollars. Right. But uh, this slight girl i'm gonna say she probably weighs about 75 pounds if that managed to hold back my big old bull and kept him in a very small space talking to him and petting him and everything and i couldn't do that if i tried if i tried to pet him and stand in front of him he would literally push me out of the way and walk past me was this it a just, child? It just blew me away uh no she i believe uh she graduated from high school so she's probably like 18 Okay. But still not a not a very she's a very slight slight build, you know, managed to so she's, keep she's, the bill uh, keep the bull at bay. And she's I was, about I was four amazed. feet tall, right? About four feet tall. Uh, no, I, I would say she's probably probably closer to like five ten, I would say. She's actually kind of tall, but skinny. I'll say, geez. 
I maybe I'm obviously exaggerating on her weight a little bit. I don't have any idea what she weighs. I'm a terrible I'm judge of weight about and height. Her. I was gonna say I'm worried about this girl. I'm a terrible judge of weight and height. In reality, she's probably like she's... probably like five five and weighs like ninety pounds. I don't fucking know. Well, okay, but I'm still worried about her. My though. point being, very slight young lady, nice enough to let us know. And said that he was loose, and my son's like, he's loose in the development. So I go rolling through the development in my in my little truck with my son. And as we get about three-quarters of the way around this place, I see a bunch of guys coming out of the woods with golf clubs, and one of them's holding like a shield-like thing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. I said to them, were you guys just fighting a bull back there? And they look at me and go, No. Here I assume they were hiding from their wives and LARPing. I, I don't know how else to describe what they were doing back there because that's what it looked like. I, it was it was, amazing. it was it was such a funny thing to see. Someone asked me if I had been fighting a bull just now. My answer as a smart ass would absolutely be yes. Whether or Thankfully, not I had they to. didn't do that to me. Because I kept, I just drove on and I said, oh, do you think I should go down this last street or maybe I'll head back down towards your grandparents' house and we'll see. And we get down to my grandparents' house and here is this young lady standing at the top of the driveway and there's my bull standing next to her as calm as can be. And I'm like, where is this animal at when I've had to get him back into a place? I try to get him back in. He runs for me. He kicks. He challenges and stomps his feet and acts like he's going to hit us and everything else. Now, this is important. What color is this girl's hair? Uh, Brown. She's an elf. I knew it. She's a fucking elf. Well, whatever she is, I thanked her profusely. I'm thinking about sending her a muffin basket because I was so relieved that that you know she kept uh him at bay and then i found out that it was actually the young lady that lives directly across the street from my parents that our family has known since she was in grade school and i I'm was not- like oh that was that was a good story I'm going to tell you, just as, as someone who knows a thing or two about elves, she'll probably yes. appreciate a bottle of fey wine, or which is wine that's distilled from the, the rays of the moon. Um, hmm. e- easy to come by, I'm sure. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Um, only going to set you back about 150 gold pieces. Uh, or, or, or just a really intricate piece of art of gnomish build possibly uh elves tend to really appreciate i'm generalizing elves i shouldn't be doing that i'm sorry you really are and i was gonna say i don't know how um elves that i've known how it would look when a 40 some year old man gives a uh you know 18 year old elf a bottle of wine well uh that's (laughs) okay now to be fair, seems like as, it's out of, it's in bad taste. As an elf, she's probably around 170 years old and just looks 18, in which case it's totally okay. But how it looks, yeah, you don't want to do that. I'm gonna yeah. stick with yeah. the muffin basket. You can't go wrong with the muffin basket. I also thought about just to be funny an edible arrangement, but I think at this time of the year, an edible arrangement might be in really bad taste because it'll taste really bad when it gets there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just stick with like a fruit, well, yeah, fruit basket or like a, I don't know, like a basket of bottled juices. I mean, she. <laughs> I don't know what you put in the Maybe basket. Maybe I'll just send her a fucking basket with a bunch of uh, Fritos brand snacks in it. Yeah, there you go. You know, I mean, everybody likes Cheetos and Doritos, right? Yeah, sure. I or- think it's like universally accepted. 
Or you know what you could do is you could get a 3D printed build of your bowl and send her a small version of your bowl. <laughs> that would be funny. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go check at the farm store that we normally go to, and if they have like a Jersey bowl, like a little uh, you know plastic one, oh, buy and stick it in there. No, go online and see like to sh- like chocolatiers online and see if you can get because there's all sorts of uh, like novelty chocolates that you can buy. You can probably get like a chocolate bowl. That would My be amazing. Point- my point in all this was I was so absolutely grateful because not a lot of people would stand in front of a bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of the time, a very intelligent choice. Right. And uh, let alone stand there with it for at least 10 minutes and uh, and everything and just act like it was nothing. Well, like she just was like, it was no problem at all. And I was like, thank you so much. Like, she's... I don't even know how to thank you. She speaks the language of the animal. She was helpful and able to keep it calm. Everything was fine. Yeah. Thankfully, because my, my biggest fear, uh, and like, I, like you don't, you don't have any, uh, you know, livestock, No. but, um, I can tell you that every single one of them is completely different, uh, when it comes to how you raise them. And I thought I had a good idea with the way that we raised our two bulls to start off with. And basically, I think I really did a master class in how not to raise your bulls. Mm-hmm. So I know that the next time I won't have these same issues like, you know, uh, I never put halters on them. And I really should have because it's really difficult to try to move something that weighs upwards of four times as much as you do. Yeah, um, uh, well, sure. they don't want to go somewhere. It's uh, you know, even when they were younger, I mean, even a bull that will say weighs three hundred pounds is incredibly difficult to move. Well, it's not just that they weigh three hundred pounds; that they're re- actively resisting. Oh yeah, three hundred pounds of muscle resisting against your you know relatively 20 pounds of muscle and uh 210 pounds of fat <laughs> yeah or however it's distributed <laughs> uh, yeah however it's distributed yes um yeah yeah not not you know and also they've got you know angular momentum on you or not angular momentum what is it like like um like Physical, I just know like that they height, have a real low center, center of, of gravity yeah, is low their center and, of gravity exactly It'd be like trying to drag a uh, Olympic wrestler around. I think you know when they're <laughs> down in, in position one. You know that's uh, that's about what it what it amounts to to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'll even say that uh, there was a one of the farmers when we got them taught me a trick to do with their tail when they're little that you can kind of kink their tail and you can make them go where you want them to go. Well, when they get big enough that that doesn't work anymore because they can really kick you and you know break your fucking leg off at your hip. Um, you, you really are out of options when it comes to that because grabbing them by the horns doesn't work. Trying to move them with anything other than a cattle prod really doesn't work. Cause I do have an, an electric, uh, prod that I use. It looks like a, like an antique stun gun almost to me. Like it's got two, pro, uh, probes that come out of it. And it's a very small shock, just enough to get their attention. I can vouch for this because I accidentally shocked myself with it. Hmm. On the it balls? Was raining outside. No, just on my hand, thankfully. It was raining outside, and a little stream of water made it from the probe down to my finger. And I was just playing with it, making it zap and everything. And uh, yeah, I got an unpleasant uh, uh, 
uh, surprise mm. in my hand, which I, I may have peed a little, but just because it scared me, not because it was that strong of a shock. Sure. When I got yeah. hit, when I got hit with the electric fence straight off the transformer, I'm pretty sure that I uh, saw Jesus for a moment. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> that was rough. That's my uh, that's my farm story though. Awesome. I think that was an excellent farm story. I liked it. I liked the fact that, you know, neighbors helping neighbors and it had a happy ending and yep. And it ended with a, 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 a touching a, a electric fence and seeing Jesus story, which I enjoyed. Yeah. How? Yeah. I, I, what were you going to say? I was going to ask how Jesus was. Was he good? Was he doing all right? He no was, that, uh, you know, everyone's always like, what about me, Jesus? Like, no one ever says, Hey Jesus, how you doing, man? You right? He wasn't. He wasn't. He first of all. Oh, really? He encompassed every gender. Awesome. Um, when I saw him, so he and was every a pan and every shape. Uh, it was really I can't even describe. Like a pan-dimensional. I, I can tell you that seeing him also might make you pee a little bit. It's I you know just what so. I gather. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine so. Actually, I it's Couldn't really interesting. Seven thousand volts coursing through my body. There was this thread that I found somewhere online, and mm-hmm. it was talking about uh, how angels would have been horrific to look at. Like, there's a reason why angels are always. I've seen, yeah, some of these. I've you've seen, seen some of these that pictures. Drew them, yeah, that drew them uh, based on that. Yes, they were fucking terrifying like faces of molten metal and a million eyes and like like six heads and 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 they say fear not mortal yeah i uh i'm pretty sure that i'd be like fear not huh um i just soiled myself and died from shock yeah yeah i literally died from the shock when you opened your mouth and your 16 mouths and your voice emanated forward like a a cataclysmic uh thunder wave (laughs) (laughs) cataclysmic thunder wave that sounds like the great name of a prog rock band cataclysmic (laughs) thunder wave (laughs) man yeah, so the angels, yeah, the angels were scary as fuck. Um, I would imagine that that uh, I would not fare well in in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I guess I'd do okay in front of an angel. If an angel came, you to- know what, man? I just checked the timer here, and uh, we're running low oh, here. Shit, I think we that's are. gonna have to be a story for another time. Please visit us online at dembeans.biz. That's D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z. Or send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We do. We love hearing from you. And uh, we're going to have some guests on coming back in. We're going to have some new people on the show. Well, at least one new person on the show, hopefully coming up soon next week. I'd like to get Chris uh, Sullivan back on the show. Uh, fresh from getting married. Sully, Sully, so, Sully. Yeah, so uh, should be a good couple of weeks coming up. Uh, we did take a slight break, but we've got the new logo and uh, fresh uh, take on things. We're ready to rock this. That's why we had to take that week off because we had to sit for an entire week in a studio completely still while our images were turned from human into animation type cartoon. Yeah. 
it was an arduous yeah. process. It was very yeah. tiring. Um, it's hard for me to hold my hair fists up that long, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that the product that you used was probably a big help. Well, I can tell you that my hair is sore from the roots down. Is it? Is it? Well, yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, you did also have a 10-round boxing match between your hair and that guy named Mickey the Fist. Well, I fight my hair regularly, too, so I can keep it in peak training shape, trying to keep it out of my mouth when I'm eating and stuff. So, uh, yeah, because believe me, it gets in my mouth. I have more of my hair in my mouth than I do my passel of cat hairs around here. <laughs> I do have an ass load of cats, so yeah, still. And hair fists aplenty. Oh, bro. Bro, you know you know how it is when you got cats. It's yeah, fucking hair everywhere. If you don't eat, I'm surprised I haven't shit out or th- or barfed out a six pound ball of hair yet. That's repulsive, but delicious to think about. Because you would just throw it up right on the floor like a cat would too. Oh hell yeah! I would <laughs> just, leave this thing that looked like a, it like there. a turd. You know, because my, my, my long hair leaves hairballs around the house that look like turds. I've actually gone, oh, is that a shit? And I'm like, wait, it doesn't stink right here in this general area. So it can't be. Well, I've never picked one up and smelled it because I just I have a problem with smelling things. For some reason, that doesn't fall in that category. And I don't, I don't know why. Um, I'm pleased to hear that. Yeah. Saliva, usually the smell of saliva is disgusting. So, mm. well. It's not a pleasant smell. It doesn't smell good, but it's not offensive enough that you have to smell it. So you I mean don't cat recommend- hairballs? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not so offensive that you are forced to smell it just by picking it up. You know, you can just scoop mm-hmm. it up into some paper towels and toss it and you're good. But, you know, mm. uh, you know, like shit, if they shit on the floor, you're smelling it. You're just. Oh, yeah. I don't need to nothing. put it up to my face. Yeah. What if I took a cat hairball and just popped it into my mouth and started chewing it? Did I just make you gag a little bit? No, you just made me really sad. <laughs> really, 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 really sad. I just I got a little bit of the ooh in the back of my throat there when I said yeah, that. Yeah. Folks, thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like I would give it to a fucking plate of stuffed peppers right now. Mm-hmm.